everybody, welcome to the final edition of the Swiss Pets Summer Series. Summer is... it's over. It's done. It'll always be in our hearts. No, <laughs> no. Wow, that was beautiful. Thank you. Now it's now it's time to start getting out the big coats and the boots, and I gotta somehow avoid skiing again this winter. Yep. Oh man. Well, before we get to that, let's not jump the gun here. Our final summer series is a good one. It is Fabian of Kitchen Brew. He is the founder of Kitchen Brew, which is a bunch of award-winning beers that is brewed here in Basel. He is from here, but he does have an expat story. It's the reverse. He spent some time in the United States, found all these wonderful craft brews, decided to do it here, and now we have delicious beers here in Switzerland. Yep, he said to himself, hey, I can do that. And, and he does it damn well. And he does it. He does it well. And for me personally, I uh, I went from um, being pretty disgusted by uh, trying his beer the very first time and then uh, went to Kitchen Brew and sampled significantly more. Uh, so I don't know if it's that I drank so much that I then started liking it or if actually, no, really, he, he does brew good beer. He does. He does. So we actually we also did a video on this as well. So please... Go to our YouTube page and check it out, um, and we'll, we'll post links to that this week as well. So we had the video, but we also have the interview that we sat down with Fabian uh, at, uh, at Kitchen Brew in Basel, and today is August 1st, so it's a big day here in Switzerland. Yeah, National Swiss Day Celebration. It's a holiday, that's all I know. I was hoping you would know the official name, that's why I kind of yeah, Maybe. you put that on me. I Thanks. Did. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the little note that you passed me. Not. Yeah, no. Yeah, I have no idea. What, but it's a big day. It's national. Big celebration. Nat- national Swiss Day, I think it's Is called. it like their birthday? Like July 4th? Yeah. It's, their ber- it's Switzerland's birthday. Uh, we're getting that wrong. But hey, you know what? <laughs> Maybe I've had a couple of kitchen brews by now. Maybe. So uh, let's get to the interview with Fabian of Kitchen Brew. Why not? You're all right, here we are sitting down with Fabian Ehinger. Did I? Did I right. We Correct. practiced, and I don't know how well I did. <laughs> Correct. So here we are at Kitchen Brew, and this is this facility is gorgeous. It's stunning. It really is. Um, you must be very proud of of this place. Yeah, kind of, kind of proud, but uh, especially it's also big fun for us to work here. Yeah. Um, it's like every morning entering, even after more than a year now, it's really big fun entering this place in the morning and, uh, and working and uh, especially opening the doors on a Wednesday evening that's the other big fun uh, sure. too. So we'll get into that but I, I wanted to kind of begin it seems like this looking at your website it seems like this basically started from you having expat experience in America back in 2012 um, it's it's maybe not exactly an expat experience it's more a travel experience Um, so I haven't been to the US for work Um, I have been there for leisure for fun (laughs) for uh, enjoying a lot of beers Uh, good beers great beers uh, no I did avoid the bad ones Um, yeah (laughs) you obviously knew which ones to avoid Um, yeah (laughs) 
everyone. No, I think <laughs> I can't remember a really, really bad one. Of course, there were there was really heavy stuff that um, that was hard to finish, uh, <laughs> but um, but it was every beer was interesting I had, and um, the, the less interesting I did avoid, <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah, so it was more it was more a travel a travel experience um, and to to learn as much as possible from. Um, from the breweries in the US and the smaller breweries in the US. Um, yeah, that's why I was traveling. Did you have a vision of this happening when you went there or was it you went to the US and you saw it and you're like, wow, I want to do something back in Basel? It was more one of the ideas were um, also to import uh, one, one or the other of these great beers um, they are having in the US. And um, so, yeah, because we we couldn't at that time we couldn't get a lot of American beers here, um, and um, yeah, so that was one intention. And uh, of course, I was curious, and we had a little bit uh, the idea to to start brewing here. Um, but the kick really came when. Uh, a couple of brewers independently um, said, um, "Don't, don't import our beers, uh, but brew the beers over there in Europe, um, because um, you can do it as well as we can do it here uh, in the U.S." And so that was a little bit one of the kicks uh, when I came back. That I said, "Yeah, um, can we, we can do it here in Europe. Uh, we don't have to to import the beers across the, the Atlantic." And, you know uh, that someone who loves beer, when they say, "Don't buy our beer, <laughs> go and make your own," they, yeah. they're like, "I'm in this because the beer is good, not for the money." That's, yeah. That sounds yeah. like yeah. Uh, yeah. some real passionate yeah. brewers. Yeah. yeah. No, it was it was really great to to travel all across the U.S. and to to dive into this uh, this great movement of uh, of, uh, of the North American craft beer. Um, it's uh, it's really amazing. It's uh, it, it really gives you a kick automatically. Uh, you, you can't you can't avoid. Um, it's, yeah. So where has this love of beer for you? Where did it start? So for me it started, um, I remember when I was like 18 years old, 19 years old, I was drinking um, I was drinking lager beers as probably almost everybody um, here. And uh, I started, uh, so I stopped my studies um, when I had, at the age of 25 years. And I started to work um, at Fischerstube at Urlibier um, in the restaurant um, for a year. And I had a big chance there to uh, change to the brewery. So I was working a second year directly in the brewery together with the um, great brewmaster um, they had, um, Anton Welty. And uh, yeah, so that was my um, first uh, step into um, a new way of beer. Um, Willy beer was uh, then, um, end of 90s, definitely something completely different to all the beers you can you could get and uh, yeah so that was my first experience with um, great beer non-filtered beer flavorful beer um, yeah and so they were they were like the first microbrew kind of in, in this area uh, all over Switzerland okay. so um, they opened in the 70s they are more 
I think they are older than 40 years now. And they, are, they have been the first microbrewery reopening, let's say, uh, in the 70s, because um, we had the same situation here in Switzerland as you had it probably in Australia, definitely as you had it in the US, in North America. Um, there were maybe about 30 breweries in Switzerland all over the country, and they all brewed a little bit the same beer. Um, and um, Willy Beer was the first one um, restarting creating um, old recipes, um, new recipes, uh, different beers. Um, they didn't filter the beer um, in the beginning. And yeah, so for many people it was something new and it was inspiration for a couple of other breweries in Switzerland to do the same in, in different parts uh, of the country. Um, that was like a first kind of uh, wave uh, we had in Switzerland of uh, microbreweries opening and um, a second wave was now in the last, uh, a big wave was in the last years now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell us how you, how Kitchen Brew got its start. So uh, Kitchen Brew really started in a kitchen. Um, so in a yeah, kitchen. literally okay. in a kitchen. So you can um, scrap the question about where the name came from. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, so uh, you have in the name, you have all the story um, of, uh, of this beer project. Um, it was when I came back from, uh, from the US, um, I bought a small 25 liter equipment. Uh, you can still see it over there uh, behind. Uh, I can show you after. Um, okay, it still, it still exists. Um, yeah. And I started to create uh, recipes, basically I tried to create recipes uh, of beers that I really loved in the US. Um, I can still remember the, the amber ale of Anderson Valley, for example, I had. Uh, it's still one of the best beers I ever had in my, in my life. And uh, yeah, so that was inspiration to create um, uh, own recipes. and. Um, so originally I was working, when I came back I was working or still working in, um, in All Bar One, um, in a bar and wine concept we have downtown. And uh, we had in the first floor, we had uh, an old kitchen facility that we didn't use anymore. Uh, we used it as a storage, but uh, we didn't really cook um, in All Bar One. But it's an old... Um, it's one of the oldest buildings in Stein and Vorstadt and oh, still existing. So it was, um, yeah. you had on each floor, you had like uh, a kitchen, a bathroom, uh, and that was perfect for um, for brewing. Uh, so I could clean in the in the shower and in the old bathroom and um, I did brew in the kitchen. Um, I installed this little equipment in the, in the kitchen. And um, yeah, I went looking for a name. Um, uh, we, I came, uh, I came to the name of Kitchen Brew because it's it's uh, all all the story is in it, and it, it reminds a little bit the story of the North American craft beer revolution or evolution, because also in California in the 70s, uh, 80s it started in garages, in cellars, in kitchens, and uh, so it's. Because there is a lot of um, North American craft beer story into the 
kitchen brew project and um, it's also that history packed into the name of the, of the yeah. brewery yeah so did all by uh, one know that you were brewing beer yeah in the kitchen? yeah <laughs> because i was responsible for all by one oh, good. <laughs> yeah. i was the manager oh, of good. all by one so <laughs> okay, i was just yeah. imagining this like really dodgy like secret room yeah it it wasn't it wasn't really official what i did um so the the beers the first beers were hand bottled um, it was pure handwork. Um, my wife, she helped in that time, um, labeling. Um, so we sp- we've spent a couple of hours in the in the kitchen in the first floor, and we've sold uh, all these beers. And uh, it was interesting to see that people were very curious um, what we are doing. Um, of course, the beers were handmade. Um, they didn't have the same quality as uh, Kitchen Brew has today, um, but they liked the recipes, they liked the flavor we had in the beers, and um, yeah, so that was the next kick we got, and we said, okay, let's brew that on a professional equipment somewhere. Um, we said we don't invest in our own equipment in the beginning, because um, we still weren't sure if people really uh, like it in bigger volumes uh, or if there are just a few people loving what I'm doing or what we are doing Um, and yeah so I was looking in the area for a a professional brewery with an own bottling line that was a very important point because we said uh, if you keg the beer and you sell it on tap people have to come to your tap and to 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 drink it at your place but when you bottle you can you can give a case there and a case there and uh, you can even send it to Bern and Zurich and uh, outside of Switzerland and uh, so chances are higher if we bottle uh, the beer as well to to push this um, this beer project and um, yeah so in the area we didn't have a lot of um, possibilities to find a professional brewery there is uh, the big industrial one is Feldschlösschen but you you can't start or do a project uh, like this together with them that's a completely different um, world uh, they are um, and the other two small or big ones, um, Willy Beer doesn't have, as I said before, um, they don't have a, an own bottling line, um, even not today. So this wasn't a possibility. Unser Beer, we didn't get the contact, that can happen. Um, and so there is one brewery in Lörrach where Willy Beer is um, brewing also a part of their beers. Um, this brewery is too big to start a project like that, so you have to brew too much beer in one time. And um, so I found a small brewery in Saint Louis on the French side of Basel, and uh, they had the perfect size, um, a great team. They were open to to my idea to maybe start brewing like four times in a year. Um, uh, a first kitchen brew and yeah so the story uh, continued in Saint Louis uh, for about uh, two three years uh, yeah so that was like the second step uh, of this kitchen brew okay. story okay. yeah and so did, was it a matter of you just growing out of that space and that's why we're here or it was a matter of you wanted to do more things and the no they um, took off is that really when you're able to brew more and, and get the 
get the um, the beer out to people to try to really get yeah. them excited about it? Yeah. So um, uh, it's right what you say. So th- there were different uh, points coming up uh, after one year, two years. So in the beginning, I said to the guys in Saint Louis, "Yeah, I come, I come to your place four times a year, and we do a brew." So that sounds easy. <laughs> um, then okay, then I came like every second month, uh, and <laughs> then I came like every month. That's still. That was still big fun also for them. Um, and uh, so then I came with uh, special brewing techniques like the dry hopping or so. That makes the, the brewing process uh, more complicated. Um, and in the same time, all the, the kitchen, brew, kitchen brew volume was growing. Um, and then on the other side, it's, it became more complicated for us because uh, there is this border in between mm. um, Saint Louis. It's just five kilometers from yeah, from to Basel. Bring you one liter over every day. Yeah, so <laughs> it's a lot of trip. normally yeah. you would take the, you would take your car and you take a couple of kegs and you bring it to your client somewhere in town or so. But that's not possible because you have to declare it officially. And yeah. uh, so we need uh, transport companies to to bring the beer um, over these five kilometers from Saint Louis to to Basel. Then um, we need a, a storage place somewhere, cold storage. And uh, so costs became higher and higher, um, logistics more complicated and more complicated. And um, so that was another point where we decided we, we need our own, um, our own um, home. And what, what Kitchen Brew always missed in these two, three years, um, people liked the beers, uh, loved the beers, um, but there, was no, there were not big emotions around the beer because you couldn't visit the place where the beer was created. And uh, you couldn't you couldn't join me in that time when I was brewing, and um, I couldn't take people to because I was guest in that brewery. So I couldn't take people every evening or every week or so to the brewery in Saint Louis, and so um, that was the the maybe the strongest uh, intention was to create emotions around uh, kitchen brew, and uh, that was the reason why we were looking for um, our own space. Um, that we finally get the old whole print house <laughs> that wasn't the intention <laughs> the first time we we were in this um, in this old print house here we said what are we doing with all this space <laughs> because we just need like maybe I don't know 150 square yeah. meters or 200 square meters yeah it's 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 much bigger so yeah, um, and uh, yeah, then ideas uh, came up uh, to combine um, brewing with, um, uh, uh, let's say, uh, renting the hall um, to private companies or um, uh, private or companies, um, and to do our own Wednesday evenings or maybe one or the other time in the year, another event ourselves. And uh, yeah. So the idea on these Wednesday evenings, um, did that? Did you pull that from anywhere? Did you come up with that? And why is it just once a week? Is it still to kind of create that, you know, little exclusivity? <clears throat> yeah. So 
um, basically, I was inspired again by by the U.S. So there, you can you can find many many breweries in the U.S. where you can enter every day and you're welcomed by the brewers, uh, even if there is if the tap room is not open. Also, you can buy the beers in, directly in the breweries, or you can really spend the evenings uh, where they organize great evenings with uh, music, great food, great people. And um, so um, we know Basel is not. New York or LA or San Francisco um, so we were a little bit <laughs> close <laughs> thank you <laughs> um, so we were a little bit more careful uh, so we said and we are not downtown uh, at Barfüßerplatz or Klaraplatz or uh, wherever so uh, it's already uh, let's say um, not a small step um, to come out to Auschwitz um, every day as a bigger crowd and um, yeah so that's why we said let's start um, with one evening and uh, we had a great opening Saturday um, that was uh, in November 2016 we said let's do like an opening day we didn't know what to expect. We didn't know if people in Algeria were happy um, or not to have a, a new brewery um, or an own brewery. Um, this Saturday was so amazing. So we were running from 11 in the morning until um, 9 in the evening. And that was, that was also the kick to, to it. So we immediately say, said, let's open next Wednesday again. Um, so we choose the Wednesday evening uh, because weekend again there is much more going on. We mostly rent the, the event hall on weekends, um, especially in November, December, um, when there are companies annual events or something like that. So that's why we choose um, Wednesday evening. And uh, yeah, so this Wednesday, the first Wednesday I remember it was already nice. So it was like a kind of a gentleman's club. The lounge was um, <laughs> quite occupied and so there were always like 30 40 people and we said that's already that's already great if we have every week like 30 40 people interested in what we are doing and joining us brewing that's great yeah. Um, and yeah so the second Wednesday um, it was more than 30 people and uh, yeah so that grew up to as today it can happen that really the, the whole hall is full uh, at seven o'clock or eight o'clock and yeah, it's uh, people yeah. obviously responding to that emotion around your yeah and yeah uh, that's definitely that's definitely one point so it's it's a great location as when you came in it's it's uh, i think it's something different to other places so uh, people really love to come here and um, the other point is I'm pretty sure as it is once a week um, it's really like everybody is, is looking forward to the next Wednesday um, also our team is looking forward to the next Wednesday something special also in our brew week let's say um, the Wednesday evening is always um, always special and also for people and I think that's why it uh, it works like that uh, very well yeah. so you opened this late 2016 and then 2017 was kind of getting the groove to having this 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 space um, you also won some awards in 2017 yeah um, um, is this are these the first awards you've had or, or yeah uh, so it was, it was uh, a big deal huh yeah that was the first time we we took part at uh, at an international competition um, there are uh, there are two bigger competitions in the world but um, we said yeah 
probably doesn't make sense to take part um, at the very big competitions and uh, we choose that one because this is a competition in Germany especially for craft uh, breweries and um, I like this competition because you get the full feedback on your beers. So that was more the intention that we get an analysis of uh, each beer we, we entered. And uh, so we could see if there is any mistake in it or any misflavor or whatever. And um, yeah, in the end we got uh, three medals on the five beers we entered. And uh, impressive. yeah, it was really it was really a great step again um, because it was really an international competition. And for example, Boston Beer Company with uh, the Samuel Adams beers uh, entered their beers. Uh, Stone entered the beers. Um, so there were a couple of American breweries um, uh, taking part in that competition. Also Japanese breweries. Breweries. Uh, there is a lot going on in Japan as well. Um, Scandinavian breweries, of course, a lot of German breweries. Because, uh, but that's a, that's a nice competition um, yeah. because uh, in Germany they they brew great beers. Um, and uh, yeah, so it was yeah that was a, a really great great moment uh, in the last year. Um, and you said you entered five beers, three won medals. Yeah. How many total beers do you guys do here? Um, what are there different, different so tonight we will have 12 beers on tap, 12 different kitchen brew on tap, um, because uh, five days after the opening in November 2016 we had to order new tanks. Okay. Um, because uh, yeah, when we planned or when I planned the brewery, I would have been happy um, if we sell a thousand hectoliters in a year, a hundred thousand liters. Um, we immediately saw uh, we entered uh, the Cope supermarkets five days after the the opening, um, nation nationwide, <coughs> and uh, yeah, so. Um, we immediately saw this capacity is right. not uh, enough. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, tanks like that, you don't get them from one day to the other in Jumbo or, or something. <laughs> oh, <you can> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so uh, we immediately ordered and we doubled the capacity last summer. Um, so we have now a capacity of at least uh, 2,000 hectoliters. And that's what we probably brew this year. Uh, if we brew a little bit more intense, uh, we can also go up with this uh, equipment up to 3,000 hectoliters. Um, yeah. Pretty impressive. Five days after opening. <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, excuse yeah. me, we want your beer. I, I didn't have a lot of, how do you say, nightmares. <laughs> um, but last winter, um, before. Um, or when, when came in the first order of COPE Switzerland, <laughs> I had a couple of nightmares yeah. because um, we decided first to open the brew house or the, the brewery and in a second step um, to be reasonable um, the to install the bottling line. And so suddenly was the order of, um, of COPE um, to, to get a couple of 10,000 bottles uh, of kitchen brew. Just in the kitchen, <laughs> yeah. like, brewing beer, next thing I know I'm dealing with dope and yeah. like, a bottling line. Like, what's going on? Yeah, it's... Um, I w 
sometimes I don't have time to to think think <laughs> about it. <laughs> we just do it yeah. um, it's because good. it's, it's yeah yeah it. it's it's. Um, it. But last winter I had uh, I had a couple of a uh, few nights with uh, nightmares. Like, what am I doing? I've got this yeah. massive yeah. warehouse yeah. paper mill, <laughs> and I've got this massive co-op order. What yeah. was I thinking? <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah, awkward. no, it's uh, it's yeah. But otherwise, the rest we really didn't have time. Even now, we don't. After more than a year here in Alshville, we don't have time to think about what or too much thinking about what we are doing. We just do it. It's it's rolling. It's it's running, and uh, we follow. And uh, yeah, but it's it's growing in a it's it's growing in a good way. That's nice. It's not from. I think okay the the cope step that was big um, because I think we are still one of the smallest breweries you can get in cope maybe with one or two other swiss breweries and so all the other breweries even when if they look small or craft they are bigger as we are um, so that was that was a big step but all the other steps we did, um, it was really one after the other, and it was always a logical step, and that's that's nice. Um, so we can uh, we could always follow, and it was never too much. And, yeah. um, but it, it it is a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, are you, so I guess what I'm my question is when you were in that kitchen and, and brewing that beer, I mean. Were you envisioning things like this, like a brew house, like being in supermarkets, or you were just so focused on getting that right? Yeah, it's basically that it because I like was. Continue that philosophy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like we don't have. There are examples in Switzerland. Uh, there are today big breweries. They had five years ago uh, a clear business plan on the table, and they said that's what we want to be in five years. So we never had that. Um, it's uh, it's just we, we are taking one step of the other as it's coming and um, of course you have of course you have dreams um, so when you travel through the US and uh, after three or four great beers you sit there somewhere of course you dream of the same um, here uh, in Basel or in Switzerland and um, of course when you get the first reactions on recipes or so there are there are dreams but uh, I'm not I'm not a big dreamer I was never a big dreamer so uh, it's um, I'm I'm more realistic let's say and enjoying the moments um, than dreaming too big um, but of course there were dreams and but that is coming out like that so we, d we didn't look for a print house like that and uh, we didn't look for a great location as we have today it just came like that um, it, it it was never the idea it must be in Alschville um, it, it came like that yeah so I guess one more for me and What's the team like here? Obviously, is that just you running around, filling up beers behind the bar, and you know, what is what's the team? How big is the team, and and um, who are some? And of how do we get a job? <laughs> and, and retiring. And, uh, the best thing we can do is taste it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. What's what's the team like here? So uh, the most important part of the team is probably all you guys drinking the beers. <laughs> That's probably the most important thing. I should just say that, that um, with the support of my wife. Yeah. We could edit that in <laughs> and then we could do it again. Yeah. Yes, continue. Okay. And um, yeah, so um, no, we are, we are still a very small team. Basically, it's um, Tobias. He's the head brewer now. I think he will uh, coming soon. Mm -hmm. 
starting the second brew today. Um, no, uh, because now we are at the level. Uh, I'm originally not a brewer, so I, I just have the ideas and. Uh, um, I could brew in Saint Louis myself because um, with the help of the team over there um, and of course when you are guest brewing you don't do all the work yourself as a guest brewer so um, brewing that sounds amazing and great um, the brew day yes it is the rest is a lot of cleaning and doing uh, shipping around pallets or stuff like that um so uh, yeah <laughs> exactly um so all that work was done by the brewery in saint louis um so i could do it um so they showed me how to brew on the equipment and um, i could brew after a couple of times i did it uh, together with them but on the level we are here um of course it's much more work we have to do ourselves and uh, I'm uh, realistic enough to um, to say that I can't do that anymore myself. So uh, that's why I needed a guy like Tobias, our head brewer. So his life is brewing. Um, he became last year a brewmaster as well um, in Germany. And so he's, he's basically um, leading all the production. And there is uh, Zach on board. He's uh, from Colorado. He's he's our expat spirit in <laughs> the kitchen brew story. Um, he's uh, he's living for many years in Basel, and he he was brewing at home himself. Um, he was one of the first kitchen brew drinkers in Alba One. That's how I met him. And uh, yeah, I always said. Um, we we need first we need for a project like that you need guys um, with the inspiration with the mood with the, the the feeling for what we are doing and of course you also need um, uh, guys like Tobias who have the knowledge um, but uh, what you need is is, is the spirit and uh, Zach uh, for me had this spirit uh, as much as I knew him and so that's why I asked him if uh, he wants to join um, as a part-time brewer so Tobias showed him how to brew um, on the equipment here and uh, yeah so we are uh, basically a team of uh, three guys of course we have um, there are other very important people around maybe not in the um, not on the at the front um, as Tobias or Zach or me um, there is Silan for example who is really the, the great spirit in this house because he's doing all the work that I don't have time to do and uh, that Tobias maybe doesn't have time to do so you need you need a guy like that when you um, push forward the project like that and uh, of course there are um, there are people doing uh, all the administration work um, that's not the fancy thing as well um, sure. but it has it to be done uh, correctly uh, done especially when you deal with clients like cope or um, big hotel chains or um, so um, yeah so there are many many important people around so we have bottling days like on friday morning when we bottle there are uh, people like michelle is joining or michelle is uh, helping on wednesday evenings we have a team um, running all this Wednesday evening so I, I can't do that all all sure. myself um, yeah so it's a uh, but it's basically it looks like a very small team but there are um, people always joining and, uh, and uh, helping pushing forward
Yeah. It's a good team. Yeah. So where yeah. can people find Kitchen Brew? Where, you know, they listen to this and they're getting thirsty, where should they go? <laughs> if it's not Wednesday night, where should they go? Yeah. So basically, um, as you maybe know it from the U.S., you can, you can come to the brewery every day and buy the beers here. Um, so all the beers we are actually having, um, we sell them in our own um, bottle shop. Uh, we are having so that's from monday to friday friday during the day from eight to five um, you can ring at the door and uh, we have a little shop at the entrance uh, where you can buy the beers that's probably the easiest way um, it's also the cheapest way i think <laughs> as much as i know um, then you can in the in Basland area you can find two of our beers in every bigger cope um, so also on the countryside, um, until to Bottmingen, Oberville, uh, Rheinach, Esch. Um, and there is uh, the great bottle shop at the train station, Drinks of the World. Um, they have also uh, many great American beers um, in their shelves and they have almost all our beers um, they sell because they also love um, what we are doing. Nice. And, um, yeah, and then there are many um, restaurants in the in Basel downtown, or more and more so outside of Basel. Um, open your eyes and uh, ask for kitchen brew, and chances are high on, or higher and higher that you get um, one or the other of our beers um, somewhere in bars, restaurants, hotels. What's it's really what is really great and what makes me very happy is that uh, we don't create a beer for craft beer freaks only um, we don't create beer for only local people or so it's really everybody is actually um, loving what we are doing or it looks like that because there are small neighborhood cafes asking for our beers um, there are supermarkets asking there are classic um, typical local restaurants you you five years ago i couldn't imagine they sell craft beer they sell an ipa or something like that no, and uh, yeah. yeah and so it's really really great to see also on wednesday evening it makes me very happy that it's not it's not a craft beer freak evening um, it makes me happy that craft beer freaks they they like our beers as well and uh, but it makes me very happy that uh, people from the streets around the brewery from Auschwitz um, probably they normally always had their Stange um, somewhere <laughs> in a in a bite in a dwarf bite um, and they spend the whole evening here and they are happy with our beers and they love what we are doing and uh, so it's really it, there is a huge variety of places different completely different places from the five-star hotel the, the the amazing one in Andermatt the Chedi for example is selling our beers to the little cafe somewhere um, in a, in a neighborhood um, so that that's really great to see yeah. that's great well we appreciate you joining us, um, and it makes me want to do another beer podcast. Just all just kitchen all beer kitchen beers. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I actually, before we go, I want to know what your favorite, your personal favorite kitchen brew beer is. That's a hard question you are I asking. Because it's no, it's definitely like that. It's every every of the twelve beers um, we sell tonight. I really like them. So I think it's not possible. It's it's hard to sell beer um, that you don't like yourself mm -hmm. and I think that's maybe one some people sometimes ask what is craft beer and maybe that's one little 
definition of what is what is craft beer that uh, you really brew the things that you you uh, like um, but that's of course, good, that was a good answer. Do you have yeah. a PR department too? <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was very well. No, that's that's honestly that's that's a lot myself. Yeah, it's, uh, these are the things really coming out of of your heart, and yeah. uh, otherwise it wouldn't work um, yeah. like that. Uh, that's why there, there was no business plan on the table uh, with uh, sentences or what we want to what we want to tell to people. So it, yeah. it really came uh, with the time, and it it grew. Now, um, I would still say the, the Cascade Amber Ale, um, it was the first one I brewed. There are all, all kitchen brew ideas are in this beer. And it's still, even we are having now 12 different beers uh, today, it's still probably one of my, or still my favorite. It's yeah, like the first child you're yeah, having. Yeah, it's a spot uh, for the yeah, first one. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, nice. And it's, it's, it's still really, really good. Yeah. If our kids are listening, we love them all equally. <laughs> <laughs> but the first one, maybe a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it seems like. I don't have children, but uh, that's what I hear sometimes, <laughs> that the first one is the, the special one. <laughs> yeah, uh, Fabi, thank you so yeah. much for having us yeah. down here and uh, for, for sitting down with us. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, so join us on a Wednesday. Yeah, um, that would be great to see you again. Also, bring friends and uh, family and all. We have a lot of families also early in the evening because it's we have a lot of space and uh, it's uh, yeah. My kids would love to yeah. run around. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> they would have a very good time. Yes, yeah. and I would be saying that's what I there, don't go. Yeah, there. you they might regret inviting our families. Go, yeah, right that's all those things are that's what i loved in the u.s as well it's not anymore the beer hall you know with the older men drinking beer or the classic english pop or so so what what they created in the u.s and that was really it was a beer became popular or, or was loved again by everybody um so there are brunch you can have a brunch on a sunday morning in in breweries and it's not about drinking uh, 10 liters of beers it's really having fun together and bringing along your children there are a lot of women you can find in in american breweries and uh, that's really great to see and that's what's 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 working here as well yeah. all right well thank you so much Good well, there you have it. That was Fabian from Kitchen Brew. And that's it. The Swiss Pats Summer Series is over. Oh, we're going to have to do a winter series too. <laughs> Just next time we don't want to do a podcast for four weeks. We're like, let's do a winter series. Let's do a fall series. Let's when, do a spring. When you go, when you go skiing. Yeah. It's not over yet. Summer's not completely over yet. We'll exactly. be back next week with a brand new episode. Yep. Talk about all the awesome stuff we did back in America or because we were both both there, yeah. We'll be meeting up and discussing all the donuts that we ate. That's right. And I think uh, you're gonna find uh, you're gonna find that, you know, America wasn't so bad. Uh, no, I mean that's why I'm going. Yeah. I'm, sh I'm sure I'm not gonna hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for Susie, I'm Don. Please check us out uh, on all our social media channels, facebook.com slash SwissPats, Instagram at SwissPats, Twitter at SwissPatsPod, and Apple Podcasts where you can subscribe to the podcast and leave a comment, a review. gives us five stars because, of course, that's what we deserve. Yep. And thank you for joining us for the summer series and, and putting up with, uh, with all this. And we will be back next week with a brand new episode. So I am Don. And I'm Susie. Bye. 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 See ya.
Mami, pa' un tarista, no, pensé.